When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curry going after championship number four. So what does it actually have at stake for one of the all-time greats? It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Also on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio Network. Make sure that you are locked in because tomorrow we will be at the pier at the seaport for Alan Hahn and Bart Scott. We're calling, against... we're calling it Fear at the Pier, right? Uh, sure. Fear Let... at the Pier. Yep. Uh, I couldn't come up with anything about any out-of-shape older athletes trying to prove themselves again that would <laughs> rhyme with seaport. So we're calling it Fear at the Pier, as in we fear someone will get hurt yeah. at the pier tomorrow. Well, isn't that usually where you see things washed up at the pier? Oh. Isn't, isn't that what happens? <laughs> I mean, that's what we got going oh, on. Oh, yes. That's what we got going yes, on tomorrow. Yes, Alan Hahn, yes. Keyshawn oh, Johnson, oh, Bart Scott. Oh, can't you? You know what? Bart is going to be the one, though. Bart oh. is going to be the one, big fella. I'm telling you this right now because Bart, and I know you say he keeps himself in tremendous shape. The guy is meticulous about working out and taking care of his body, eating right, all those things. He's going to feel like he can go out there and do more than he can do. I'm yes. telling you this right now. Yes. Bart Scott, if I had to pick any one of the four, that's going to be on IR after this, like not going to be able to do anything physical and may or may not have to miss a week of work, it would be Bart Scott. Okay, let me ask you this. Who is the one of the four who will unnecessarily take it way too seriously? Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. Is there any is there any doubt that it would be Keyshawn? And I'm sure he already has the excuses locked and loaded, ready to go. Like, the reasons why he can't ball, well, this was happening, and I was just getting back into town, and I, I wasn't, you know, I had so I many things going. Knees. Exactly. <laughs> Something's hurting, you know, my knees, my neck is stiff. Keyshawn's going to have all the excuses in the world. He's going to have more excuses than somebody going to jail. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn Johnson as to why he can't look better or play better than he will tomorrow afternoon. I'm telling you this right now. I know the playbook. This guy was my teammate. I already know it. I know how he operates I'm already, he's already, he's, listen, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Keyshawn starts greasing the skids tomorrow morning, starts floating oh, stuff absolutely. out there. Like they're going to talk some trash, but start saying, well, you know, I am a little bit older than everybody else that's playing well, there, and I got this yeah. going on. I had this surgery. I, I wouldn't be shocked that Keyshawn would do all of that. There's a narrative that will be created prior to that will prepare us in the media and the general fan base <laughs> for what is about to come that direction. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that washed up line, man, take the rest of the day off. That's, <laughs> that's tremendous. That was awesome. <laughs> Cantia Carlin on ESPN Radio. One guy clearly not washed up is Steph Curry with what he is doing and an opportunity at a fourth title. And there's been an awful lot made about what Curry needs to do to take 
that next step on the next level of Pantheon in all-time great players, and he's never won a Finals MVP, which is something that we have heard an awful lot over the last few weeks. Let's listen to Zach Lowe, ESPN senior writer and, of course, host of the Low Post podcast earlier with Greeny on what happens for Steph if the Warriors win and he does take that elusive Finals MVP trophy home. If he wins the title and gets a Finals MVP, that's four rings, a million-time All-Star, a million-time All-NBA, two MVPs, including a unanimous one. I I think the point guard conversation then comes down to just him and Magic, and I don't think it's crazy to say that it's a debate at that point. It's not a debate Mm. at that point, and here's why. It is crazy to say it because Steph, Steph Curry is a point guard in name only. Yes. Steph Curry's career has never been about making everybody else better. And I'm not saying that he doesn't by virtue of his play. He does. Does he do it at the level of Magic Johnson? Absolutely not. Never has. Magic's entire game was about not just scoring himself, but really more importantly, getting everybody else the ball in the right spot to be successful. And all you have to do is look at the assist numbers, comparatively speaking, where Steph's around six, six and a half a game for his career, yep. and Magic's in double figures. Yeah. This is this is not about being the greatest point guard of all time. We need to take the debate away from the position because Steph Curry does not fit only in that box. No, I agree with you. I look at Steph Curry as a scorer, a scoring guard, more so than a point guard. Similar to what we saw from Allen Iverson, right? Because of Iverson's stature and his ability to handle the ball, everybody wanted to say he was a point guard, but that's not really how he played when he was with the Sixers. He was more of an off-the-ball guy, like get him the ball in the half court and watch him do damage, get him the ball in the open court in transition, watch him do damage, put him in isolation, watch him put somebody in a blender, crossing him up. That was Allen Iverson. Steph Curry, in the same way. I don't look at Steph Curry as the guy that orchestrates the Golden State Warriors offense. He's not the guy that's distributing the ball and getting it to guys in their spots so they can do damage. Steph Curry makes everybody else better because of how the defense gravitates toward him, how he forces defenses to extend in the half court just because as soon as he comes across the timeline, he's in range. And so that opens up a lot of opportunities for guys to get into the paint, to get to the rim, backdoor cuts, you name it. It makes Steve Kerr's motion offense work because of his ability to shoot. That's how he elevates the play of everybody around him. It's not by his ball handling and his ability to be able to dish the basketball, not to the level that Magic Johnson did. So when we start having that point guard conversation, it's very different when we start comparing guys like Magic Johnson to Steph Curry. I think both of them revolutionized the game, but if it's strictly based on point guard by definition, Steph Curry is not in that same stratosphere as Magic. I got Magic as a top five player of all time. Steph Curry has got to win another championship and get a finals MVP to crack my top ten. Chris, to that point, when I think about point guards, Steph's not the first one I think about. He's not in the top few that I think about. I think John Stockton is a better point guard by pure definition than Steph Curry is. When I talk Oscar about Oscar Robertson. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The Big O was a better point guard than Steph Curry was, and that's a guy that averaged a triple-double. I I'd look at Steph and I just think guard. I think shooter. I think about all those things. So let's let's remove magic from that discussion 
because neither one of them belong together in that discussion. Yeah. It's they're both great equally on different levels on different planes, but as overall players and the impact they've made on the game, they are right there together. They are absolutely well, right there to, because they all they both changed it in their own way. They both changed it, but let's be clear about something. Magic did something that Steph didn't. Magic saved the NBA. As a, oh, no biz- as a business model, the NBA was struggling until Magic and the Showtime Lakers came on the scene. They saved the NBA. They made it about Magic versus Bird, but what it really happened is they made the NBA a viable sports league that could actually make money for the owners what Steph, and the players. What Steph did was to be that next player to continue the legacy after Kobe not even legacy, to continue the greatness of the league mm-hmm. after Kobe, after Shaq, those guys, the, the guys who were in between Steph and Jordan. Yeah, but we're, we're making this a little too close when it comes to the Magic-Steph Curry conversation. Yes. Magic has got five championships, Carlin. He's got five finals. I mean, he's got three finals MVPs. He's got three MVPs. I, I just, I, 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 just I, I think we're taking it a little too far when we start saying that Steph Curry is where Magic Johnson is. Magic has got three finals MVP. Steph Curry doesn't have one. Tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of writers presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcast. There was some news over the weekend that was really interesting in regards to the best player in the NFL who's not a quarterback. Is he about to pack it in? We will discuss in moments. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Actually retire or a contract ploy? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join us on the Canty and Carlin call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So Aaron Donald told the I Am Athlete podcast that he was very comfortable with what his career was, never felt like he was going to play more than eight years, never felt like he wanted to play more than eight years. But at this juncture is waiting to get a contract extension done with the Los Angeles Rams. And if he doesn't, he will retire. And that's basically the gist of what he has been saying. Now, Chris, back before the Super Bowl, I had talked to a lot of people out West around the Rams. And the weeks leading up to this, there was definitely the thought that Donald had this on his mind. Mm -hmm. Before they were even talking about contracts, that like he was going to be good 
win or lose. It wasn't if they won the Super Bowl, I'm going to pack it in. But there was the real thought that that was going to happen. And then, of course, you heard from Rodney Harrison uh, when that story uh, came out right before kickoff uh, at the Super Bowl, and he said, you know, decision to be made later. When you look at this right now, do you feel like this is strictly a contract thing, or is this Aaron Donald legit, I'll I'll do whatever I want to do right now? Well, Carlin, I don't think you can parse it out like that. You can't separate the two because from Aaron Donald's perspective, the Rams are going to have to make it worth his while to step foot back on a football field because he's essentially accomplished everything he's wanted to accomplish since setting foot in the National Football League eight years ago. You're talking about a guy that has 98 sacks, Carlin. He's got, what, three Defensive Player of the Year awards? Mm -hmm. He's got seven All-Pro nods. And he's got a Super Bowl championship Should on his resume. Should have been resume. Super Bowl MVP. Should have been Super Bowl MVP because that game was a lot more about the Rams defense than it was the Rams offense. I don't care how good Cooper Cup was. So, yeah, I, I think Aaron Donald is operating from the perspective of I'm set, I'm good, I've made $97 million. I, I, I really, unless the Rams are going to pay me what my true market value is worth, then I don't have to set foot back on a football field. And here's the difference, and here's what people have to account for when you're talking about a game like football. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. It's not if you're going to hurt, get hurt. It's when you're going to get hurt. And for a guy that has been relatively healthy in his eight seasons, now that he's on the other side of 30, why would he want to continue to incur the risk of major physical injury if the Rams aren't paying him what he thinks he's worth. To me, Aaron Donald is the most valuable non-quarterback in the National Football League. He should have the biggest contract on average annual value for any non-quarterback. Right now, that guy is Tyreek Hill. He's getting paid $30 million a year from the Dolphins. Aaron Donald should absolutely be making more money Aaron than Tyreek Hill. Aaron worth more to the Rams than Tyreek Hill I can make an argument, Carlin, that Aaron Donald is better at his job than anybody else in the National Football League is at their job. And so when it comes down to the decisions for the Rams, this is a simple one. Pay the guy whatever he wants. Blank check situation. You want to pay Matt Stafford? You got that business done. You want to take care of all the other guys that are on this team? You brought in Allen Robinson in free agency, took care of him. You brought in Bobby Wagner. You got to take care of the ones that brought you to this point. And Aaron Donald is one of the core guys since Sean McVay got there that allowed them to build the foundation for what became a Super Bowl winning team. You got to take care of AD if you don't then you could be talking about a situation where not only the Rams fall out of championship contention, they might not win their own damn division. Windows open. Windows open. You've got one. Get as many as you can. You have done everything over the last few years to win in the short term. It has worked to the tune of one title already, but it is still wide open. And even with Odell presumably going somewhere else here eventually, even with the fact that they have some different people involved, you brought in Allen Robinson to try to fill that role. You still have Cooper Cup, who you got to pay. I I look at all of this and say, why not? There, there's absolutely no reason to not hand him every last penny that you can at this point because you have a chance to create, albeit a somewhat short one. Could you win three championships? You could. You absolutely could. There's no doubt. I don't have any faith in Aaron Rodgers in big spots to get it done. Why would I? I I've seen it too many times. <laughs> I, honestly, I have. Like, Brady is still going to be 
my biggest competition to win a title right now uh, in the NFC and in the AFC. I got to deal with Mahomes, but Mahomes already lost a big time player. So I've got the chance. I have to keep going. And if Aaron Donald wants that money, I, I, I haven't done anything over the last few years that should suggest that now is the time to start being financially responsible responsible for what my situation is. Well, no, especially when the GM of the team goes to the championship yes. parade and wears a T-shirt that says F them picks. Yeah. It's not about fiscal responsibility. It's about trying to get as much out of this group of guys that represent your core as you possibly can. And with Von Miller walking out of the door and, and Whitworth retiring – you start to question not only the talent based on this team, but also the the leadership vacuum that was created. Aaron Donald is the guy that has to step into that. But right now, he's not happy. But he's at odds with the team because he doesn't have a new deal. I, listen, I, I, I am sure the team is going to get it done. You didn't bring Bobby Wagner in to lose Aaron Donald. No. 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 No, you did not. No. So, in the grand scheme... I absolutely believe AD, if he didn't get the right deal, would walk away. Yeah, well, I, I mean, he's a, future, he's a future Hall of Famer if he stops playing today, Carl. Yes. He's got a ring. I mean, what else is there to accomplish? You made $100 million. As a player, he's probably checked all of the boxes that he had for coming into the National Football League. Now, what I do think is interesting is that Aaron Donald went out and hired Donda Sports Group. And Donda Sports Group was founded by none other than Kanye West. Oh, God. And who else is on Donda Sports Group? One, Antonio Brown. Oh, God. He's a part of Donda Sports Group as well. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know, but it's going to be it's gonna be fascinating to see how this contract negotiation plays out. But to me, if you're Les Need and Sean McVay, you, you try to stay in contact with him and you tell him, look, we got a check waiting for you to make you the highest paid non-quarterback in the National Football League. Because guess what? He was the highest paid non-quarterback in the National Football League when he signed the current deal that he was on. So he needs to stay with that. They need to go ahead and pony up the money. Make sure that AD is your guy moving forward. Canty and Carlin, more on this and how the Rams plan to attack this in just moments. And if he actually did retire, where would the Rams be slotted in the NFC hierarchy? We will discuss all of that. Plus, more importantly... We need Diana is somebody that I think that you go to when you have questions about certain things in life, how to handle things. Like she strikes me as somebody that's going to give you a good answer. So earlier today, when Chris got as upset as he did regarding uh, the situation he faced this weekend at a cookout where rigatoni and spaghetti Ugh. was being served at a cookout, is that remotely acceptable? We actually had one person from. St. Louis say, yeah, of course. What are you doing? Of course you do. No, 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 no. We're going to ask Diana that next and get her take. It's all on the way. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Aaron Donald, could he actually possibly call it quits? We're going to get into more of it 
in just a moment. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, of course, Sirius XM Channel 80. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joins us right now. Follow her on Twitter at Diana ESPN. Before we get to the whole Aaron Donald situation, Diana, Canty had a situation over the weekend that he was particularly bothered by. He was out in Chicago. He was with his fiance and her family. They're getting ready for their wedding. They're putting their final touches on all of the preparations and such. And they had a chance to kick back. And he went to a cookout. And at this cookout, there were what you would expect. Ribs, hot dogs, hamburgers, links, brats, everything. But also at this cookout, Spaghetti and rigatoni, and he was completely thrown off by this. I have never heard of anything like this. And when it comes to these kind of life questions and situations, I always feel like you're a valuable source. What is your take on this? Have you ever seen that at a cookout before? I appreciate uh, that you value my thought and advice on life because I am absolutely clueless. But (laughs) that being said, Guys, so my husband has the biggest bone to pick with my family, which is in the summertime, we we always have dinner as a family on Sundays. That When I say my family, I mean my husband, my son, my brothers, sisters, their significant others, and their kids. It's just what we do. We've always done it. We enjoy it. We eat at 1 o'clock on Sundays. And it does not matter how hot it is. You're going to have pasta and sauce. We're going to do spaghetti. We're going to do meatballs. And he thinks, my husband thinks it's the weirdest, craziest thing that we will set up a grill at our beach house, you know, getting ready right by the water. And they'll have all the things that you're talking about. We'll have the hamburgers. We'll have the hot dogs. But it is not a meal unless there's spaghetti and meatballs. So I don't know whose cookout this was, but I would like to attend it. I'm sure it was a cousin of mine. Uh, and, if it, and if it's out in Chicago, they were probably Italian. And look, it, I get why it sounds weird because it doesn't make sense. That, you know, my husband always says, who the heck wants to eat a hot meatball in the heat? What? But you're eating a hot hamburger. What's the difference? It's the same thing. It's just got a little sauce on it. No wow. meal is complete without your spaghetti and sauce. So whoever is the organizer of this cookout, they are winners. Diana, I was hoping that you would be the voice of reason and shout this down just like Carlin and I would. Listen, I'm not against pasta, and I love spaghetti and meatballs and rigatoni. Now, what Carlin didn't mention to you is this particular sauce that was on the spaghetti and the rigatoni, it was turkey meat sauce. I I, I just I don't, I can't get down with the turkey meat sauce. I got to have some ground beef in my meat sauce. I'm just saying, Diana, help me out here. At least you can agree yeah. that we have to draw a line at that point. Yeah, that's nasty. Uh, I'm with you on that. But look, I've seen both of you physically. I talk to you guys pretty frequently. You guys don't really look like you ever want to miss a meal. So it seems like you're you're down for whatever. So I doubt you were really horrified by it. I bet you you put some on your plate because it's like, yeah, why not at this point? Um, But I, I do think it's fantastic that there are other people outside my weird family that believe in, in having that as a meal. And and no cookout is complete without it. So, uh, by the way, we do this on Thanksgiving as well, which is really annoys people that are not Italian in my family uh, well, that have married into it. And they don't understand why we're we doing turkey, mashed potatoes, 
and rigatoni. It doesn't make sense. No, see, that that I know. That being from Jersey, that I'm fully aware of and fully comfortable with. Because, And I've always kind of been bummed out that I'm not Italian for the fact that my mother could not cook to save her life. Uh, when it comes to turkey, wow. just could not. I mean, I didn't know until I was 26 years old that turkey wasn't supposed to be bone dry. But it, I digress. Let's actually get to some football. How about that? What's your take on this whole Aaron Donald situation right now? I think Aaron Donald's going to go back to the L.A. Rams on a very big, sad contract that he deserves. I think uh, both sides are, are, let's just call it getting along at this point. But there, there's there's a rough number that Aaron wants to play at. And look, he's got all the levers of the world. He, he is a surefire Hall of Famer, defensive player three times, eight-time Pro Bowler. He's done it all. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got nothing left, he, and he knows that. Um, but he, he wants another bite at the apple, and, he, and he's been open about that in, on the podcast that he's got on. And the, the part of the podcast that, he, that I think a lot of people aren't talking about is, yeah, of course, Aaron says, you know, retirement's still on the table here. Um, and, and he actually thinks they'll work it out and he'll go back and play. But he's also stating that at 31 years old, this is the best he's ever felt physically in terms of his health and, and just his overall fitness. I don't know about you guys, but Aaron Donald, in my opinion, has been the best football player in the NFL, whatever that just was. So you're telling me there's a better version? And by the way, who's going to be that healthy and that physically, let's just call it almost perfect, and then just go to your, you know, some soccer game. He, he wants to do something with that. So I, I don't think you're going to be able to keep football away from Aaron Donald as much as he says that he's at peace with all of this. Talking with ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini on Canty and Carlin. And Diana, from one NFC team with a Pro Bowl defensive tackle to another, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers signing Pro Bowler Akeem Hicks from the Chicago Bears, a free agent this offseason. What does this signing do for Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, first of all, I give credit to Tampa Bay, right? Because you've seen them do this now. They did it with Adamic and Sue uh, a few years ago, where they're able to get these cash rushers at, at a really good price. This defensive line now has, I, I believe, when Akeem Hicks is locked in, and, and that is the key when he's healthy and he's locked in, because I cover him a lot in Chicago. Um, he, you know, he's one of those players when he wants to be there and he wants to get at it, he's really good. He is older, right? But they, they got a good deal for him. Um, but I look at it this way. Does anyone play for Tom Brady and, and go at 50%? No. That's what makes him the greatest because he's able to get so much out of everybody. So in terms of, taking a risk on a player that may not always be at 100%, you know, that's where Tom Brady, the effects of that can come in and you can get the best out of it. I still think I go back and forth in terms of the NFC of who, you know, does this really tip the scale into the favor of the Bucks over the Rams for me? No. I, I feel like I change my mind, to be honest with you, every day. I'm like, eh, I can see this. This doesn't tip it for me. I just, I just think it's a good signing for Todd Bowles. Here's what you've done, which is what you do. You've made us think and question ourselves with our takes, and I appreciate that very much. I appreciate you guys. Spaghetti <laughs> and sauce every day, if I could. <laughs> Diana Rossini. Wow.
ESPN NFL reporter. I knew she'd have a good take on it. I knew she'd be on top of it. She always is going to give you something in that situation. A little surprised, though, that she said that even with the cookout, the barbecue, she's going to have spaghetti with sauce. At least we could agree that the meat sauce should be ground beef and not turkey. The Sunday dinner I get, I am I am very surprised by that. And I knew about the Thanksgiving thing because I, I have always wanted to have that at our Thanksgiving table. But no, no, I'm I'm stuck with god-awful stuffing. And I love stuffing, but it's terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah, but we're not that. wrong when it comes to spaghetti and rigatoni at a cookout. It doesn't belong there. It's not a hot take. What we're saying is what everybody should... Maybe it turns out ex- it is a hot take. No, it's not. What we're saying is just the rule of thumb and what everybody should accept is that it does not belong. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. So what does it say about the NBA that Durant and Kyrie left their former teams... And now those teams are in the NBA Finals. We discuss in moments because it says something about something. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is funny that you look at Kevin Durant leaving the Golden State Warriors a couple of years ago, and all of a sudden, they're back in the finals. And you look at Kyrie Irving leaving the Boston Celtics a couple of years ago, and the Boston Celtics are back in the NBA finals. Meanwhile, those two guys are cohabitating in Brooklyn, and there ain't a whole lot going on. They're not able to get out of their own way. I I am coming around to the thought that you could see this get worse in Brooklyn this offseason before it gets better, to the point where it's not just about Nets pursuing a sign-and-trade for Kyrie, etc. But the point is, think about that for a second. We're already talking about the potential breakup. Harden got out of there as quickly as possible. What does that say about these two players that you've got both of their former teams in the finals now with legit chances and these two cannot find their way anywhere near the later rounds of the postseason? Well, it's an indictment on their sports character. I don't know that you can view it any other way, Colin. I mean, think about it. When you have a superstar player that's on a team that's won a championship, you usually associate certain leadership intangibles certain attributes to those guys. And in Kevin Durant's case, a finals MVP two times over, you would think that this would be a guy that could start anew someplace else and lay the foundation and establish a culture that would lead to consistency and competing at the highest levels of the sport. That has not happened. And we talked about it when KD made the decision to leave Golden State to come to Brooklyn. He is taking himself out of a better basketball situation and taking a huge gamble on his good buddy Kyrie Irving that they can establish a winner and that the Brooklyn Nets could be their franchise. That hasn't played itself out that way, and in the process cost Brooklyn a whole lot of draft picks on the way to having to get rid of James Harden in order to get back Ben Simmons, who has been you know a non-factor because the guy hadn't played for him. So to me, it's an indictment on the sports character of Kyrie Irving 
and on Kevin Durant. There's no other way to frame it. I, I don't know how much Kevin Durant genuinely prioritizes winning another title at this point. I think he wanted to go and do it on his own. But where's that priority level right now when the communication level with the Nets is not what it needs to be? And they didn't bother to go and tell him what they were going to say about Kyrie. No, see, here's the thing. I think the communication is is what they're saying it is, so he has plausible deniability for what comes next. Because the Brooklyn Nets have made it clear that they're not going to put up with the shenanigans from Kyrie Irving anymore. And if they do, in fact, move on from him, Kevin Durant wants to be able to hold that decision at arm's length and say he had nothing to do with it. That's why they haven't been in communication. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. The Splash Brothers spreading the floor. And so it's such a different dynamic defending the Golden State Warriors, but it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a close series. It's going to be a tightly contested series. Their transition defense might be the best in the league. And against the Warriors, you better believe you need a good transition defense. Game one, is it a wash for the Celtics because of fatigue and also the awe factor of uh, being on the road on this stage? Warriors chasing that championship. I think they're going to get it without even that much trouble. Maybe six. So, so not a lot of resistance from Boston? No, I'll get some. All right. I mean, six. you didn't think the Heat were going to give the Celtics a lot of resistance. I, we tur- I we turned si- out to be wrong on that I, one. I thought six at the beginning. How wrong did we really turn out to be? We turned out to be wrong. Listen, well, that game came listen, down listen. to the last five minutes. Carl, stop it. I agree. Well, it if, down- Jimmy, if Jimmy Butler hits that three at the end, we could be talking about the yes. Heat, not the Warriors. Going to the NBA Finals. We could and be. In which case, it. I'd be sitting here eating crow, but let's let's call it what it was. Somebody decided to take the foot off the gas a little too early. Or I mean, somebody decided that they just weren't going to take any shots in the last four minutes like Jason Tatum did. Yeah. Tell I mean, me the superstar that does that. I mean, if you're going to invoke Kobe Bryant and text him before Game 7 and wear his armband in, armband yeah. in Game 7, you got to go out there and play like Kobe Bryant. Yep. And when he gets doubled and triple teamed, Kobe Bryant is still taking the shots. Jason Tatum did not do that. Well, on the flip side, there is a team that is nowhere near what these two teams are doing right now, and that mm. is the Los Angeles Lakers. Come on, man. I'm did, sorry. Did you really have to take it there? That is a Captain Obvious statement. We know the Lakers stink right now. I think it's always worth pointing out. I just always want to make sure our audience is informed on the way, situation. Way, way to kick a man when he's down. I, I appreciate listen, that. if you take it personally, I listen, you I can't control how you take things. Wow. Okay. I can't. I can't. It, yeah. li- not everything is a direct attack on you. Whether mm. you choose to take it that way, maybe time to look into that. Wow. Okay. Continue, please. <laughs> Earlier in the show, Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, I think you're familiar with his work, joined us as we were discussing what the future holds for the Lakers at this point and Westbrook, 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 Russell Westbrook. What to do with Westbrook? The problem is making a trade 
and sending Westbrook away doesn't necessarily make the Lakers better. I'm not saying that they can't trade Russell Westbrook, but it's going to be very hard for them to trade Russell Westbrook and make the team better. And that is why when they had their coaching interviews that resulted in Darvin Ham getting hired, that they wanted to know what these guys' plans were if Westbrook was still on the team. Now, I don't think that Westbrook should stay on the team. Um, in listening to the things that he said um, on his way out the door in his exit interview, it didn't sound like a guy who was willing to compromise. It made me wonder how they ever got on the same page to do the trade in the first place because if he had said some of the stuff to LeBron and Anthony Davis in the Lakers before the trade, I can't believe that um, they would have agreed. LeBron and AD have nobody to blame but themselves for getting into this situation, for taking Westbrook into this. And secondly, I fully believe that this coming year, I would say by Christmas at the latest, you'll have a situation where the Lakers tell Russell Westbrook, stay home, we're done. And you'll get paid and we'll trade you away before the deadline because that contract will be valuable as an expiring one leading up to the deadline. But they will get into a position where it will be so bad that Westbrook won't be around the team in 2023. Yeah, but what that means is LeBron James is punting on being a championship contender in 2022. What right now they tells you they could be. No, what, what I'm saying yeah. is they, they have no shot if they don't make a move. And what I'm saying is if they move Russell Westbrook this offseason, maybe there's potential to attach a draft pick to it to bring back a significant piece that can be a part of the Los Angeles Lakers finding a way to get back into the playoffs. And and that's what I'm saying. Right now, as long as they have a pathway to the playoffs with LeBron James in the postseason, I'm going to give them a puncher's chance at being able to get to the conference finals or an NBA finals just because it is LeBron. If he's got a healthy Anthony Davis, if we're talking about a guy that is not going to miss half the season like he's missed in the last two seasons, then all of a sudden you do think about the Lakers having the potential to go on a little bit of a run. I'm not anticipating that would happen, but what I'm saying is if Russell Westbrook remains on this team at the start of the season, you have no chance of that happening because the pieces just don't fit together. Russell Westbrook, when they traded for him, was supposed to be a guy when LeBron James was out of the lineup that he would be the orchestrator of the offense, he would have the ball in his hands, and he would distribute to the rest of the players on the court, making everybody around him better. What, what has actually worked out, how it's played out, is that LeBron James, who when he's healthy is on the court more often than not, hasn't been able to find a way to use Russell Westbrook as an off-the-ball player. I don't know why that's a surprise to LeBron or Anthony Davis yeah. because we've seen that movie before. We saw it in Houston with James Harden. It didn't work. I, I, we've, seen, we've seen it before numerous times. I don't understand why you would think Russell Westbrook being off the ball would be a good thing. You're talking about a guy that can't shoot the basketball. How's he going to play off the ball? It's terrible. All of a sudden, you're playing offense four or five. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. So, again, if Russell Westbrook is on this team at the start of the season, this team has no shot at being a playoff contender. Chris, here's the thing. If by, the, if by God's mercy, somehow you had Anthony Davis and LeBron healthy, you can't win with Westbrook around like you're talking about. Because if you had those two healthy, your chance of winning a title would be better with Westbrook not being around the team. Mm -hmm. I Nobody's going to trade for him right now. The Lakers should not take a pick and package him just to get rid of him. They shouldn't take bad contracts back unless they thought 
Julius Randle was actually going to help them in the short term, which I don't. No. I, I, I have no interest in seeing Julius Randle back with the Lakers. Let me ask, let me throw this out there, Carlin. Russell Westbrook, problem headache for the Los Angeles Lakers. Kyrie Irving, problem headache for the Brooklyn Nets. Any world where the Los Angeles Lakers pick up the phone, call Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets, say, hey, we'll give you Russell Westbrook in that first rounder in 2027. Let's do a sign and trade for Kyrie Irving oh, if he opts on. out. Now, I, listen, I get that Kevin Durant might not have any interest in being on the same team as Russell Westbrook again. But, I mean, on its face, it's not necessarily the worst-case scenario for either franchise. And Kyrie Irving would have a chance to play with LeBron James again. They won a championship together, and Kyrie said his lack of maturity was the reason why those guys couldn't stay together. That's a cute little fantasy basketball trade that you put together there. Now I know why Tommy, sla- uh, Tommy Pham slapped around uh, Jock Peterson. <laughs>